you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Reclining at table with his disciples, Jesus was deeply troubled and testified, Amen, amen, I say to you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another at a loss as to whom he might, who he meant. One of, dis, of his disciples, the one whom Jesus loved, was reclining at Jesus' side. So Simon Peter nodded to him to find out whom he meant. He leaned back against Jesus' chest and said to him, Master, who is it? Jesus answered, It is the one whom I hand the morsel after I have dipped it. So he dipped the morsel and took it and handed it to Judas, son of Simon Iscariot. After Judas took the morsel, Satan entered him. So Jesus said to him, what you are going to do, do quickly. Now none of those reclining at table realized why he said this to him. Some thought that since Judas kept the money bag, Jesus had told him, buy what we need for the feast or to give something to the poor. So Judas took the morsel and left at once, and it was night. When he had left, Jesus said, Now is the Son, man, the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and he will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little while longer. You will look for me, and as I told the Jews, where I go, you cannot come, so now I say it to you. Simon Peter said to him, Master, where are you going? Jesus answered him, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, though you will follow later. Peter said to him, Master, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Amen, amen, I say to you, the cock will not crow before you deny me three times. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, good morning. Uh, with this reading, I think there's uh, so much that happens afterwards with regard to Peter, specifically. Um, and I think the notion that uh, has been um, connected with Peter uh, in his denial um, when he's called a coward um, really stops us from really embracing what this uh, teaching has for us about denial. And I think it's even more so in our country, America, because bravery is so ingrained in our souls. Bravery is what we're about. Uh, you know, um, we, we, we take bravery, we say it's the land of the free, but the home of the, and normally we'd say brave, unless we're out at the chief stadium. But bravery is, it's a, it's a stumbling block for us when we think about Peter's denial. And as I've really reflected on this, I don't think that Peter was a coward. He wasn't a coward in the way that we might think he was afraid of dying. Um, as we explore what happened 
uh, in the garden. Um, he had a sword, and there were only a few disciples who had swords. And um, as it's described in what happens in the garden, um, there's really only one way to cut off an ear. Uh, and that's swinging for the neck like you want to take it off. It's not up and down, it's side to side. And the, the uh, uh, servant of uh, the, the uh, head person there who got their ear cut off, uh, they rotated their head so that uh, the, the sword would cut off their ear. It's really about the only way you can envision an ear getting cut off. That leads me to believe that Peter was fully ready to die. He was ready to go to battle. That's, that's not a coward's move. Well, so what do we learn from that? Because obviously he, he did deny. He, uh, he said, no, I don't know the man when he was asked if he was with Jesus. So, so what do we make of that? Um, like most every one of the disciples, they were looking for a military messiah. Even in the first reading from Isaiah, at the end, uh, the Lord is really talking about he's going to make the tyrants and warriors who are over the Jews lick the dust of the, of the feet of the Jews. Uh, he was going to make them eat their own flesh. It was a military messiah that Peter was looking for. So one other aspect, you say, well, why, you know, why was there this denial? And uh, it makes sense to me logically when you're thinking you've gone behind uh, enemy lines and uh, you're undercover. Uh, you're trying to help Jesus because it's a military operation. Well, what do you do if somebody says, aren't you one of them? Well, I'm, I'm in disguise. No, I'm denying it because I'm trying to stay ready to help Jesus. I've justifiably denied it. It's okay because I'm here to help Jesus. And I think this is where the real message is for us in this reading. So often we justifiably deny God's plan so that we can fit in it, so that we don't have to go through this thing, oh, certainly you're not asking me to give that up. That's, that's, what, that's what Peter had to go through. Oh my gosh, the military Messiah is not going to be the one that's going to do everything. I'm going to have to participate. That's what we have to go through as well. It's our participation. Certainly you're not going to ask me to go through that. Yes, exactly. He is going to ask us to do that. Um, as I was thinking about this, um, so six years ago as I was uh, starting the diaconate journey, um, I got a request from uh, Liz Hagen that said, um, we'd like you to participate in the foot washing ceremony. And my first reaction was, well, no way. 
I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I don't want I don't want my feet out there. I don't I know. I don't know. I'm not going to do that. Well, my guardian angel as he many times does woke me up the next morning and he said, "If I don't wash you, you have no part of me." So I participated. It was humbling, but you participate because we too often justifiably deny because we're trying to force fit our own idea of what God's plan is for our salvation. And he's got something special worked out for us. And that's what this week really is as we start to bring ourselves into that humbling mode to say, God, what do you have special for me? my own crosses, embracing them because they've been created for my own salvation. And that's what this Holy Week is, and I think that's what this message is. When Jesus says, um, who's going to deny me? Well, it's really us, and we have to ask ourselves all the time, how am I justifiably denying what God is asking of me. Let's stand and offer our petitions.